0: Welcome to another episode of Davy B's Hit Song Vault. I'm John David Birdall, of course, and I'm sitting here with Davey B. Hi, Davy. Hi, John. Hi. Hello. <laughs> well, <are> many, many <laughs> and on today's episode of Davy B's Hit Song Vault, we're going to be talking about faith in rock and roll. Ah, I like the topic. Yes, yes, it's a good, it's a good topic, right? It's a very necessary topic, I do think. Definitely. Yeah, so these songs are going to concern themselves, or they're going to be about Right. Faith based sort of subjects. Right. Not so much. I mean, some of them, yeah, are just about God. Right. right. Or mm-hmm. I guess uh, the being that people do worship. Right. As their right. supreme being to say God, you know, it has a certain context or it has a certain meaning. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Or connection. But yeah, some of them are just about God. Right. Like my sweet Lord. That's an excellent example. You know, we've got Mm -hmm. that one. Right. And then I don't know how to love him. I mean, gosh, I'm not going to go through the whole list just right now. (laughs) And then we've got the song He by the Righteous Brothers. Yes. Yes. Excellent version of that song. hmm Yes, and so many more. Okay, so before we get into that... Oh, and we've got a trivia question, too. Excellent. Yes. Yes, very, very excellent. Okay, so do allow me to say that Davy B.'s Hit Song Vault is a 30-minute comedic and encyclopedic conversation about the music of our lives with Davy B. and his son, John David. During each episode of the podcast, these two hosts will discuss and will play excerpts of 10 audio tracks within a specific theme or within a specific subject for your listening pleasure, and total... Total edification, together, Davy B. and John David do have a combined 70 years of songwriting and song performance and recording and music production experience between them. There you go. That was
1: well done. How about the trivia question, huh? Okay, well, being it's tied into the first artist... Yep. Maybe we should tell the folks out there who the first artist is. Oh
0: sure, sure. Yeah, that's that was going to be my way of telling them. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, "Okay, the trivia question, uh-huh. you know, is I guess tied to the first song that we're going to be playing. And the first song we're going to be playing is My Sweet Lord by George Harrison." All right. George Harrison got in trouble. He got in trouble with the song My Sweet Lord. He was sued no, really? Yeah, as far as I know, right? He was taken to court.
1: Yeah, I think I, now that you mentioned that,
0: I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the trivia question is, what got him sued? What got George
1: Harrison mm-hmm. into a lawsuit?
0: Yes, after he had recorded My Sweet
1: Lord. That's go. a good question. Yeah. We'll have to ponder that. Yeah. And about, while, oh. while we're pondering sure. it, maybe we should play a little bit of My Sweet Lord, and it might help our listeners— ascertain what we're talking
0: about. Oh, sure, Mm -hmm. sure. Okay, so here is My Sweet Lord by George Harrison. take long to see the lord right Mm -hmm, Right, it doesn't take long to enjoy that song (laughs) no that's that's, that's a great one yes it is oh my goodness okay and wasn't it his biggest hit too yes yeah yeah which totally makes sense because everyone can sing along
1: and they and they did Mm -hmm.
0: and they did okay so the next song here um, is from a musical right a rock opera as far as I know and it was composed by Andrew Lloyd Webber with lyrics by Tim Rice. Okay. And the title of the song is I Don't Know How to Love Him by a specific artist. And Dan, right. you had told me to get this song, collect this song.
1: Right. I, I wanted you to get, Johnny, the specific version mm-hmm. done by Yvonne Elliman yes. rather than Helen Reddy, who yes. also had it out at the time. Because uh, Yvonne Elliman played Mary Magdalene mm-hmm. in the uh, production Mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, in the film, Mm -hmm. right? And and in Broadway, Mm -hmm.
0: too. Right. Right? Yeah. Didn't Helen Reddy have a bigger hit?
1: Yes. With it? In technically speaking, Uh yes, Helen Reddy did. Uh But again, like you and I discussed, let's get the one who did it in the production.
0: Yes, yes,
1: because there's the hit, Right.
0: And there's making a lot of money, I suppose, like selling a lot of records. Mm-hmm, right. But when you brought this song up, yeah, I thought of Yvonne Elliman. You know, that's who I thought of. Yeah, me as too. As the singer of this.
1: I don't associate Helen Reddy with it at all, uh-huh. I'm sorry to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. she She probably, I did listen to her version of it,
0: you mm-hmm. know. I'm sure and, it's fine. Yes, it is fine. Mm-hmm. It's really, really great, you know, but I still, I guess that's how I was introduced to this song by Yvonne Yell- Elliman. But, yep. Yeah. Yes, and then she went on to work with Eric Clapton.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Eric yeah. Clapton and her yeah. joined forces, and she became a part of his band Yeah, and sang Back Up on I Shot the Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's wild. <laughs> that's really, really wild.
0: <laughs> okay, so shall we play the song? Let's do it. Okay, so this is I Don't Know How to Love Him by Yvonne Elliman. I don't know how to love And that's, that's being sung from Mary Magdalene's point of view, you know, and I'll let people find out what kind of life she led, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> before she met someone in particular. Right. You know, but she was changed by that relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what faith does. Okay, so the next song on our list is Turn, Turn, Turn,
1: okay, by The Birds. Written yeah. by Pete Seeger. Yes, yes, written by Pete Seeger. Taken directly from the book of Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, in the Bible, mm-hmm, you know? right, and <laughs>
0: we have been talking about how Pete Seeger's right publisher telling him, Pete, I can't sell any of these protest songs that you write. <laughs> you got to do something else, right? Uh-huh. And so he wrote, right, to everything there is a season, turn, 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 you know. And then his publisher contacted him and said, "Wonderful, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just what I'm looking for." Uh Roger McGuinn, who was originally James McGuinn, but for some <laughs> yeah. unknown reason changed his name to Took Roger, to Roger. <laughs> uh, he played uh, a Rickenbacker 12-string. Oh, And okay. uh, Rickenbacker 12-strings had a very distinctive sound. Sure. All of the Bird songs, you can tell, they have that 12-string riff in them, and it's yeah. just— uh, it's a signature type rift.
0: Sure. Did you did you play that guitar? I yep. mean, did mm-hmm. you have a chance to play that sort oh, yeah. of guitar? Mm-hmm. What did you think about it?
1: I I thought they sounded great on bird songs, but On oh. <laughs> <laughs> other ones not so much or you know Well yeah, it it had to be the right song and the right mix, you know, oh. if you know what I'm saying. I do, I and, do. And uh, the John Lennon played Rickenbacker on several Beatles songs too. Oh, whoa, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Alright, so how about we get to the song? Let's do it. Okay, so this is Turn 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 to Everything There Is a Season by the Birds. To
1: everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season turn turn, turn. and time to
0: This song was going to go on that good advice column episode that we did have, you because know, this song is just so full of good advice. True. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then you had said, "No, John, let's save it. You know, let's right. save it for this episode." Mm-hmm. You know, and I do believe. Thank you so much, Dad. I have to be so grateful.
1: That well, I'm said glad. That I thought it fit more into this category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so too. You know, definitely, definitely.
0: Okay, so the next song on our list, Dad.
1: Are you supposed to say it? Is it by Ocean? As far as I know. Well, that that was a good guess, especially (laughs) since, you know, I can only make good guesses when you have the script in front of you. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) 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 Yes. But Ocean uh, was—they were a strange one-hit wonder group, Canadian pop quartet, Mm -hmm. and uh, they were worried— Mm-hmm. after they recorded the song, Put Your Hands in the Hand of the Man, mm-hmm. that if they released it as a single, they would be labeled as a gospel group. Oh, and they okay. didn't want to have a gospel image. Oh, okay. And uh, the, one of the group's uh, founders was explaining this in a book, and uh, mm-hmm. it was just, they, they said, now wait a minute, <laughs> if we release this, everybody will think we're a gospel group, and that'll... <laughs> You know, end our career, <laughs> yeah, so to speak, right, that yeah And actually, Anne Murray was the one that oh. the the powers that be, shall we say, chose sure. to uh, have it on one of her. Itinerary oh. of Hits.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about how this had been written
1: by Gene McClellan. The same guy that wrote Snowbirds. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. And <laughs> it was funny because here's poor Ann Murray, and the, her record said, no, you sound too masculine oh, no. to sing this song. Oh, and, no. Oh, it, it was just something else. And so Ocean released it, which was a good move on their part, yeah. because it reached uh, way in the top ten. Okay. I mean, it was a big hit. Well, that's good. Unfortunately, it was their only hit. Oh. So they were right in a sense oh. that they got labeled as a gospel group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, this is the only song I've heard by them. Yep. You know, or I guess the only hit. How about that? Only you know, hit. they probably had more songs. Nope.
1: So. Only hit. Yep.
0: Okay. Well, how about we play the song then? Let's do it. Okay. This is Ocean with the song, Put Your Hand in the Hand.
1: So
0: Hand out there, right, Dad. There's an open hand out there. You take it. You take it. You take it. So thank you, Ocean, with that song. Put your hand in the hand, right there. Okay. The next song on the list is "Shiloh" by Neil Diamond. Okay. One of my favorite artists. Oh yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Did you perform this song, Dad? Yes.
1: Oh, good. Yes, many times. Good. Was it fun? Was it pretty fun? Yeah, I always like this Neil Diamond song. Just, just oodles of. Mm-hmm. meaning to it. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It means something, right? It means something different to each person, right. probably who listens to it.
0: With that overriding sort of meaning, probably about having faith in yourself.
1: That that has a lot to do with it and right. also I think Neil Diamond had such a varied background and was kind of oh, I I don't use the word loner loosely, but I okay. mean Neil was kind of a loner. I mean, he mm-hmm. he was a introspective type person. Sure. He wrote songs He sang his songs that he wrote, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, He wrote for the monkeys to get going. I mean, oh, yeah. 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 I'm a believer. Mm -hmm. You remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was a monkey song. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just uh, oodles and oodles Mm -hmm. of talent comes from that man. Yes.
0: Yes. Although I do believe what his business partner with
1: Bang Records
0: disagreed.
1: Yes. Right. The head of Bang Records disagreed with him that they. Uh, he he wasn't sold on the, uh, should we say, releasing of Shiloh sure. as a, a big hit song. Okay. And it was kind of like, well then, if you don't want to release it, yeah. I'll just go find another label. And yeah. off he went. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: again, that's having that faith in yourself. Right. You know, following your path and heading in that direction.
1: You know, it's, uh, it's, it's a good song. I mm-hmm. especially love the chorus part. It's mm-hmm. just... Uh, Simple and true. Yep. Shiloh, when I was young, I used
0: to call your name. When no one else would come, Shiloh, you always came. You know? hmm Isn't that great? Right. Just so great. Okay, so shall we play the song then? Let us okay. do it. Okay, this is Shiloh by Neil Diamond. Shiloh, when I was young, I used to call your name. When no one else would come.
1: Shiloh you always came come today. Shiloh. Shiloh. Shiloh, yes. 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 Hmm. Gives me
0: goosebumps. Oh good, good. <laughs> and now, you know what? Since you said goosebumps? Yes. Now I have goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have your goosebumps. Uh-huh. I've got the goosebumps I'm supposed to have. Right. Here. All right, so the next song is by Norman Greenbaum. And this one is called Spirit in the Sky. Okay. Another one hit wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although he was trying to be a sort of gospel musician. This artist, he had said, it's like, ocean, you know, whereas they kind of pushed against it, right? Mm-hmm, or right. pushed back against mm-hmm. it, or bucked against it. Norman Greenbaum had said, I was just a Jewish musician, you know, who is into
1: gospel music. And so he recorded this song. As yeah. I recall, now that you mentioned it. Oh, yeah? He did say there's a <laughs> lot bigger market for Jesus music <laughs> than there is for Jehovah oh, music. music. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, and just like uh, George Harrison, you know, he made this sort of song for everyone. Mm
1: hmm. Yes. You know? Mm hmm. Yes. Widen, widen, yes. and widen the audience. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's just sing together. Let's just be together, you know? Mm hmm. You know? And so, yeah, uh, Greenbaum uh, had said about this song that it's timeless. He, he said that most everyone else sees it that way. It appeals to one's inner self and the need for redemption. Plus, heck. Who wants to go to hell? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank got, you, Norman. Yes, thank you, Norman. He's got a point there. Right. You know, And so, yeah, it looks like he got his start, or I do believe he got his start, uh, went at Boston University and playing coffee houses. And
1: then you were telling me, Dad, he went out to the West Coast. Yeah, he, he decided that the grass is always greener. Uh-huh. So he headed for the West Coast and had, what was that, Dr. West's yeah, jug med- band or something? Dr. West's medicine show and jug band.
0: And the band only had one hit. (laughs) One hit. (laughs) Called The Eggplant That Ate Chicago. (laughs) I see
1: why they only had one hit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that must have been so different, right, from Spirit in the Sky. And it was. Yes. And Spirit in the
1: Sky was huge, wasn't it? Very. It's just lasted and lasted. It's been used for many different things down through the years. Yep. Many, many.
0: Okay, so here is Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. (laughs) You know it's a must. going to have a friend in Jesus. So you know that when you die, it's gonna recommend you to the spirit in the sky. You the in the sky. That's where you're gonna go when you die. When you die, and you to rest. I was walking along the other day, mm-hmm. uh, leaving yes. a grocery store. And a woman asked me, do you have Jesus in your life? And I had said, oh, you got to have a friend in Jesus. (laughs) 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 And I started singing Spirit in the Sky Uh right there. Oh, that just warmed her heart. She was so happy. She was so glad, you know, to hear that song. You know, and that song just does that to people, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yes, mm-hmm. it just makes people so happy Very so glad. Yep. Oh goodness. Okay, so the next song
1: we've got on the list, Dad, are you ready to say what it is? Uh, looks like a Righteous Brothers' little blue-eyed soul. Yes. In our faith mm-hmm. program. Yep. Yep. With the song he, he, h uh, yes. e. H.E. Yeah, mm-hmm. very he. very short title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, short and to the point. Mm-hmm. Right, and of course we came to know and love the Righteous Brothers for their songs like "You've Lost That Lovin' Feelin'," mm-hmm. "Unchained Melody," mm-hmm. "Ebb Tide," yep. you know, "Rock and Roll Heaven," mm-hmm. like that little Latin "Loopy loo Yep, <laughs> wasn't that one of theirs? I think it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they were uh, quite the duo because. Blue-Eyed Soul was a term that they kind of coined or brought into Forte. Sure. Because uh, Bill Medley mm-hmm. and Bobby Hatfield were the epitome of Blue-Eyed Soul. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. We, like, didn't they get mistaken for, like, African-American artists? Oh, like, yeah. you would listen to them and think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That they were black artists, but then they'd see them, and it's kind of like, wait a second. You know? <laughs> Hold it. You know? Hold it. Yeah, and that's sort of how they got their name. I mean, the Righteous Brothers. They had split from another band. Mm -hmm. um, And I do believe they were performing somewhere. Um, And anyway, some African-American Marines entered the place they were performing at the club and listened to them perform. And then after, I guess, uh, the... uh, now the Righteous Brothers, were done. Uh, These Marines walked up to them and said, that's Righteous Brother, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And that they were Righteous Brothers, you know. Right. You are Righteous Brothers, you know. And so they kept the name, the Righteous Brothers. That was a good move. I think so. Mm -hmm. I do think so. Yeah, and they also worked with Phil Spector quite a bit. With some of those hits you talked about. Famous Wall of Mm -hmm. Sound, Phil Spector. Wall of Sound. Mm -hmm. Now, do you believe that that really... I don't know, and not so much made their career, because they had talent,
1: you know, of their own. Oh, they did, but with Spectre producing their songs, Mm -hmm. they were so large and full and just, oh, beautiful sound. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so here is the song, He, by the Righteous Brothers. just gargantuan. Powerful. Yes. Mm-hmm, very. Like the subject itself. You know? Yes. it's mm-hmm. huge. That was huge. Yes. Oh, boy. Thank you, Righteous Brothers, for the song He. Great version of that song. Yes, yeah. yes, really, really great. Okay, mm-hmm. so the next song we've got on the list here is Mighty Clouds of Joy by B.J. Thomas. Okay, and it looks like it was written by Buddy Bowie and Robert Nix and released in gosh,
1: 1971? Well, then, yeah. BJ was born in Oklahoma and raised in Texas hmm. and sang in the church choir hmm. as uh, a teenager. All right. And joined the triumphs after that and mm-hmm. started his careers as far as recording pop music, first of all. But uh, BJ, uh, let me digress and tell you a little BJ Thomas please, story. Please Johnny. do. Yes. Uh, I was backstage with him, and he was telling me, I asked him, I said, B.J., how did you get the transition from pop to gospel? What drove you in that direction? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I was so into drugs mm-hmm. that I was trying to kill myself, taking, yeah. you know, whatever he could get his hands yeah. on.
0: Yeah, probably alcohol Yeah, who knows
1: what. Who knows, heroin yeah. and yeah, you name yeah, it, yeah. 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 And uh, so he overdosed and— Woke up in the hospital, mm-hmm. and he looked around, and there was a uh, nurse, I believe she was a nun, Okay. Uh, in the room with him. And he said, oh, how did I get here? What happened? Mm-hmm. Why am I not dead? Oh. You know? I mean, why am I still alive? I was trying to end it all. And she just looked at him and said, because Mr. Thomas God has more of a work for you to do, mm-hmm. and she left the room, and he never saw her again. Wow! So we wonder, angelic perhaps, mm-hmm. you know? But uh, that's what switched him into the gospel field, and mm-hmm. uh, he he did such a wonderful job on gospel tunes, mm-hmm. as uh, we will tell mm-hmm. when you hear "Mighty Clouds of Joy" by B. J. Thomas.
0: Jesus Lady of Love Jesus Oh let us find sweet peace with him Hallelujah Hallelujah Let none begins when the light clouds of joy come rolling in Let happiness begin. Yes. Right? <laughs> Oof. It was beginning right there. I was listening to that, and I just had to start moving. Yeah. You know, and moving. That was great. That was great. Oh, thank you, B.J. Thomas. Thank you so, so much, B.J. Thomas, for Mighty Clouds of Joy. That's what that one was. Now, the next song on the list. Mr. Mister. Yeah, Mr. Mister. Mm -hmm. And this song is Kyrie. Okay. But they also had a hit, as far as I know, with Broken Wings. You know, and that's the now, one. that one I'm more familiar yes, with. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you just, you'd listen to that one. I mean, you were doing a lot
1: when these mm-hmm. songs came out. <laughs> but Kyrie, as you have said, John, yep. is deserving to be on this list mm-hmm. because uh, it's, it's a powerful song. Oh, yes. Powerful mm-hmm. song.
0: I mean, it, it was number one right on the charts. Yes. So if that tells you anything, or mm-hmm. hopefully that tells you something. Something. About how it resonated. Uh, Mr. Mister Themselves, their frontman, Richard Page, considered this song a prayer. You know? mm-hmm. And he had said, I get a lot of power from meditation, from being still and realizing that what I'm doing is insignificant compared to the universe. That's what this song is all about. You know? Well, that was profiling.: Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> realizing <laughs> how small, <laughs> knowing how small you are. Right. Is, it, is it very possible to, to know how small you are when you have like the number one hit song? Perhaps, like, in the world?
1: I know (laughs) what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. it's
0: like to be that big and then to realize, wow, I'm really small. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay, so shall we play the song then? Yeah, treat me to it. Oh, sure. All right, so this is Kyrie by Mr. Mister. Kyrie by Mr. Mister, a monster hit for that band. Monster. To say monster about a song so uplifting like that. <laughs> profound. How about that? Profound. How about I say that? That's That better. was a profound hit. <laughs> that special group. Okay, so we've come to the last song
1: on our list, Dad. It's strange because the group that did this song, mm-hmm. the Doobie Brothers, yeah. is what we'll... Uh, show you folks were referring oh, to. Oh, sure. Yes, it's the Doobie yeah. Brothers and the song itself. Jesus yes. is Just All Right. Yes. Yeah. And it was a very spiritual song mm-hmm. with a pretty clear message about loving Jesus. Yeah. And it was a very strong message coming from the Doobie Brothers because the Doobie Brothers weren't anything. <laughs> they, they weren't promoting religious. They sure. were just musicians yeah. out playing a gig and we didn't think about... Uh, the stuff very often, but we would be out Ooh. there playing that song. Is that when, the Doobie Brothers, like, talking? Yeah. When okay. When it came out well, said, as a single, okay. they would uh, have the one-wayers, as they were known back then, okay. rush the stage, and uh, they would be, you know, holding their lights up. And sure, yeah. Fingers, they, too, probably. Yeah. Like, you know. At first, we heaven. didn't get it, but... Uh, we said, Oh, I know what's going on. Ooh. And they finally figured yeah, it out. Yeah,
0: that's great. <laughs>
1: Jesus is just all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: shall we play the last song? We shall play the last song. Okay, so this is Jesus Is Just All Right With Me by the Doobie Brothers.
1: Jesus is just all right.
0: hallelujah yes <laughs> we have reached oh, the end of the list there dad that was the last song on the list
1: well we do have one more thing to do oh what's that A trivia question oh yes
0: oh my yeah. gosh here i was just going to stop recording and walk out of here and go get some dinner and <laughs> without answering the trivia question okay so the trivia question for this episode was What was it that got George Harrison in trouble after he had recorded My Sweet Lord? Right?
1: Hmm. Yeah. What got him sued? What got George Harrison Mm. into a lawsuit?
0: Yes. After he had recorded My Sweet Lord and released My Mm -hmm. Sweet Lord. Yeah. Yes. And so the answer is, is it sounded a bit too much like another song. Okay. What was that song, John? Oh, I'll let you I'll let you tell listeners. <laughs> uh, or shall we just play it for them? Yes. Play okay. it for them. Doolang, Doolang,
1: Doolang. Doolang, Doolang. He's so fine do When she were mine That handsome boy was there Doolang, Doolang, Doolang. One with a wavy
0: hair The song was, He's so fine. By the chiffons anyway so it was just messy it was just so very messy and as far as i know he had to pay he was sued mm-hmm. george harrison was sued and had to pay right uh royalties i think or a certain amount of money now yeah. to make it okay like 1.6 million or something like
1: that just a paltry sum oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> especially to the tax man right? there you go
0: tax man <laughs> okay, so if you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, you can go to prairiepublic.org. That's prairiepublic.org, and you can search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault. Okay, you can go to prairiepublic.org and you can search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault and you can listen to more episodes of this podcast there. Or you can go to your favorite podcast provider or favorite podcast platform and search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault and you can listen to more episodes of this podcast that way. Oh, we're supposed to be going, Dad. Is it that time already? Yes, it's that time already. Oh, oh. goodness. Well, God bless you, Dad. God bless you, Johnny. Well, oh, thank you so much, yes. and I do hope that you did enjoy this episode. Oh, immensely. It was a yes. great episode. Yes, it was, and we do hope that you enjoyed well, listening to it. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.
1: cheater who pays. but it's a cheater who pays.